Thanks for checking out this podcast from Christ Church of Ornogo. Our hope is that it helps you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Boxes. Boxes. Guys, not very many of you are wearing green out there. I mean, I'm not either, but you know. I know. No one has pinched me yet today. I'm pretty grateful for that. Pretty grateful for that. All right, all right. So we, uh, we, we went on a little treasure hunt today. Was everyone successful? Everyone find some treasure a little bit? We, there were some hiccups. Uh, there were some outdoor things indoor because, you know, rain. But I'm glad we made it through. Well, uh, we are continuing our series tonight on the Sermon on the Mount. We've been in this series now all semester so far. We're going to be in it all semester so far. Um, and we have, we've come a long way. We've talked about a lot of things. But ultimately, what we have been talking about is the kingdom of heaven. We've been talking about that Jesus lays out for people who want to follow him that there is a kingdom of heaven and there is a kingdom of earth. And tonight is really no different. We're going to continue to read um, about how Jesus is defining this kingdom of his. He's defining this kingdom of his and he's differentiating this kingdom of his from everything else. So that's what we're gonna to continue to do. And I, I want to start with that because I don't want us to forget what's happening here. Jesus is telling us, hey, if you want to come into this kingdom of heaven, remember, all the way back to the beginning, you've been invited to this kingdom. You've been invited to this kingdom that Jesus is creating here on earth. And if you want to be a part of it, here is what that looks like. We're, we're getting practical, right? We're talking about what this means in our lives. We're talking about what it looks like to be a part of the kingdom that Jesus is putting in place here on earth. So that's what we're going to continue to talk about tonight. That's, that's what these verses are talking about. So if you have a Bible, I want you to open it. I want you to follow along. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 24. And we're going we're gonna to read some of those. I know we just heard them, but we're going we're gonna to walk through these verses tonight. And we're going to see just exactly what Jesus is talking about. So let's look at the first couple of verses again right now together. Verse 19, it says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Now, pause right there. We've already seen a, dif a differentiation. On earth, things are destroyed, things fall apart, things are stolen, right? In heaven, that's not happening. Heaven and earth are distinctly different from one another. And Jesus says, he says, don't, don't store up things in a place like earth that is ultimately temporary. Store up things for yourself in heaven that is ultimately eternal, which means it lasts forever. And then Jesus says something, it's very Yoda-like, okay? 
It says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I'm not going to do the voice. Don't ask me to do the voice. You, can, you, you all heard it in the Yoda voice in your head. <laughs> for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So Jesus is saying, wherever you store your treasure, that's where your heart is. That's where your desires are. That's where your passions are. That's where your goals are. That's where you are. Right? But I think it's going to be important for us as we read these verses, as we look and we try to decide what does Jesus mean and and what does that mean for you and I, what is treasure? Because he uses that word a lot. He says it over and over and over again. Treasure. And I don't know about you, but the last time, well, I don't know the last time I called any of my possessions treasures. Okay? We don't use that word very much. But what Jesus is talking about is something valuable. Okay? Just plain and simple, Jesus is talking about something valuable. And, and so Jesus is saying, like, hey, people who are part of my kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, they store their treasure, their valuable things, in a different place than the people of the earth, people of the kingdom of earth. So I think it's important for you and I to decide, what does treasure mean? What are our treasures? What do we value? What do we think is important? And for the sake of tonight, we're going to break those things up into two categories, two different things. So this is where you come in. Somebody in your group was assigned to hold on to your treasure. I need that person to be ready. So this first group, this first category that we're gonna do, there's gonna be a slide up here with some, um, some items. If you have that item, hopefully we have some of these items. Uh, if you have that item, bring it up here. Come on up on stage. You don't have to bring the box, just bring the item, please. Come on up. Come on up. Uh, if your entertainment is like the Xbox controller and the movie, great. I know that one was a little, little more confusing. Okay, love it. You guys, let's see, let's move, let's move back here. We'll, we'll scoot back just a little bit. Hold up your item so everyone can see it. <laughs> Ryan has got cash money. <laughs> cash money. I'm gonna keep this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there we go, cash, okay. So we've got all of these things, I don't know if you can see the theme or not, but all of these things are material possessions. Not even real money, coffee money. <laughs> That's true, he does not have real $100 bills up here. Um, all of these things are material possessions. So we've got, we've got a game controller, a movie, a great movie by the way, open season, come on, yeah. Uh, we've got the highest, uh, newest, latest technology of a uh, phone, cell phone. Yeah, the, yes. Uh, we've got a very nice car wagon situation. Hot Wheels, anybody, anybody love hot, hot Wheels when they were a kid? Absolutely. Cash money. We've got some clothes. Very, this is Tyler's, you guys. Good style. Good style, Tyler. Uh, we've got a ticket to Walt Disney World. Yeah, anybody been to Walt Disney World? There. Yeah, I know. So do I. And then we've got this is not an item. I'm sorry, but we will get to this one very soon. There should be one. No, there's six things. You're going to come right back up. So go take a seat and come right back up. Okay. So sorry. So sorry. Yeah. Okay. So we've got all these physical items, these material possessions, right? And some of us, our treasure is actually physical things. 
Like we find value. We actually think like my life can only be good if I have this gaming system. I can only enjoy my life after school if these things are in my possession, right? Like these things and the things that we want, like some of us, like we want experiences. We want to go to Disney. We want cool vacations, right? And whatever it is, maybe there's physical things. I know you guys don't have a whole lot of your own money to spend yet, but there are these things that we desire, and, and ultimately these things that we desire, they, they become like the reason for our happiness, right? Like they become something that can change our mood. Um, they become things like that we actually start to define ourselves by. But ultimately, whatever it is for you, if, if, you're, if the thing that you need in your life is not up here, this is evidenced this is, this is proof when we get jealous and we don't ha- when we don't have these things. When, when the things that we possess or the things that other people possess become the thing that we are striving most to get. And, and some, of, some of these things might just be like goals in the future, right? Okay, so put, I want all of these things. This is our riches category. So one, one category tonight is riches. Maybe you actually find worth and value in the things that you own in your life. So give them a round of applause. Thank you so much. And I want you to put your items in our riches box. In our, sorry, sorry you have to give up those hundreds, dude. Sorry. Thank you so much. So whatever it is for you, maybe there are actual physical things in your life that, that become so important to you and hold so much value that, that they become like what you base your goals on. And, and I honestly think this, one's, this one sneaks up on us. A lot of us are probably sitting here thinking, and even myself when I was looking at this, I was like, things don't mean that much to me, right? They don't mean that much to me. But I think it's important to think about, like go through your head, think about the times in your life where like what you had actually changed your attitude about life. But I think, some more of us will maybe see ourselves in this second category. So, second thing on the screen, if you have any of these items, come on up. So we've got the laughing emoji, we've got the heart emoji, basketball, microphone, blue ribbon, graduation cap. Do we have all these things? Yes? Great. So these things, these define achievements things that we want to accomplish. And sometimes I think the treasure in our life is actually like what we can produce, what we can achieve for ourselves. Maybe some of you need to make the team. Maybe some of you need to be recognized for your ability to be good at at something. Maybe it's not the team, maybe it's the band, maybe it's the art, whatever it is for you. Some of you need to be known for what you're good at. Some of you need to be known for your grades, like the academic achievements, the the scholarships, the job you're eventually gonna have. Some of you need to be known for your voice, like what you have to say just needs to be important. Some of you need your relationships to be what is most valuable. And when I say this, I mean, I think relationships are good. I think ultimately all of these things are good. But relationships become, like, who you're dating is, is important and, and actually determines 
your mood. It actually determines like what you do in your life. It changes your attitude. Or you're just trying your hardest to be the best daughter or the best son, and you just want your parents to approve of you more, more than anything else. Uh, maybe you wanna be known for the, being the funny guy. Maybe you wanna be known for even maybe being the rebel, whatever it is. You wanna be known by your friends as a certain kind of person. And so I think the second category is our reputation. Our reputation. You guys give them a round of applause. Thank you so much. You can put your things in the second box. Ultimately, whatever that is for you, whether, whether it's what you're involved in, what you can achieve, who you, know, who you want to be, who, what you want to be known for, or whether it's the actual physical things that you can acquire, ultimately both of those things, we actually, if, if we were to break this down and, and understand what we believe, when these things become what we are searching for, what, what, where our heart is, we actually start to, to realize that what we're saying is that God can't provide for us. Ultimately, I have to go outside of God to find worth, to find value. And ultimately, all of the things that we mentioned here are temporary. All of them. They can be stolen from you, right? Someone can get your spot on the team. Someone can take your job. Someone can take your actual physical possession. Someone can be better than you in your field. They can be taken from us. They can be destroyed. And so the question becomes, what can't be? What can't be? What are the eternal things? What is the treasure that can be stored up in heaven? Well, I want, I want to keep reading. While we ponder this, I want to keep reading because Jesus continues. And he says, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. And then the light within you is darkness. And how great is that darkness? Now, in these verses, these couple that we just read were kind of hard for me to understand. I was like, what is he saying? Like, this is confusing. But then I actually, I read another verse in scripture that I think helps me understand just exactly what Jesus was saying. So I, I wanna pull that one up because it says, in Hebrews chapter 12, that Jesus is who we should focus on. It says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. And I think that, that that glued a lot of things together for me because who is Jesus? Jesus is the light of the world. And when our eyes are focused on the things of the earth, which a couple, couple weeks ago we defined the earth, right, as a kingdom of darkness, when we are focused on the things of this earth that can provide for us something good, whether it's our reputation or the things that we own, our riches, ultimately, those things are full of darkness and they lead to a life of darkness. But we are kingdom people, so we are full of light. And how do we become full of light? We fix our eyes on Jesus, the light. 
We fix our eyes on the one who can and has brought us into a kingdom of light. And then Jesus goes further. So, so let's just recap. Jesus says, don't store things up in, on earth where they get destroyed. Store things up in heaven where they are eternal. Because, he gives us a reason, he says, where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. And where should our hearts be? Heaven. Where should our eyes be focused? Jesus. And where is Jesus? Heaven. Is Jesus eternal? Yes. So, so we actually begin to see that Jesus is less talking about these physical things or these, this reputation, our reputation, our riches. I think he's talking about his reputation and his riches that are eternal. They are eternal, they last forever. And then he says, he takes it a step further, he goes even further, he says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. Here's the reality. The greatest commandment is true. Love, your, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. And when you do, there's nothing else left. You can't love two things with all of you, right? You only have 100% to give. You only have 100% to give. And so ultimately, Jesus is saying, hey, don't split your allegiance. You, your eyes, they can't look at two things. They can't focus on two things. And neither can your life. And so while these things are good, while they're, they're not ultimately evil, you can't serve both God and money. You can't serve both God and the things that you desire, the things that you want on earth. If the reason that you do things, if your motivation for life comes from what you can accomplish or what you can own, then it's time to take a second look. Because Jesus is eternal and Jesus is the treasure. Jesus has offered you eternal life in heaven. And so instead of focusing on your own riches, you focus on the riches of the love of God. You don't, you don't live your life to be served. You live your life to serve. Because serving in the kingdom of heaven is eternal. Instead of anger, you show kindness. It's, it's interesting when we look at this, this choice that Jesus gives us on the sermon, in the Sermon on the Mount. Because I think every week we can see, hey, there's a kingdom of darkness and there's a kingdom of light. And I love that we're at this week because in the last few weeks we've said, hey, there's anger and there's contentment. Don't let your life be ruled by your anger. Let it be ruled by contentment. Don't let your life be ruled by lust. Let it be ruled by contentment, by the kingdom of light. Don't let your life 
Don't let your decisions and your heart be captured and consumed by things that pass away in the earth. Instead, fix your eyes on Jesus, the eternal God of the universe who loves you, whose riches are great, who is offering you everything you need. And when you have the question and when you have the doubt that you don't have all that you need, Jesus is saying, I am the only one who has all that you need. I am the only one that you can find contentment in. My reputation of Jesus' reputation of going to the cross and dying so that you and I could enter into eternal life with him is the only one worth living for. So you and I together tonight, we have to decide what is the treasure? We have to ask ourselves that question. Is Jesus the treasure in your life? Is he the most important in your life? Because you can't serve God and yourself. You can't, you can't look for glory for yourself and give glory to God. So tonight, I just wanna end with you taking a moment, bow your heads and say a prayer on your own, talking to God. Maybe you need to say, Jesus, I've put my hope, I've put my treasure in something other than you. I've put my heart in something other than you. Maybe you need to thank God that he is your treasure. Take a minute, sit with God, have a conversation with him. Because Jesus is the only treasure. Thanks again for checking out this podcast from Christ Church of Ornogo. We hope that this teaching is helping you discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. If you're interested in learning more about Christchurch, visit us online at cco.church.